How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Alright, welcome back to the show, everyone. We've been away from a while for, for a while. Um that's just the name of the game at this point. Um Yeah, schedules. Yeah, just it's just gonna happen. Um and we haven't had a normal episode in uh, I don't know, six weeks, something like that. Because we've had a couple other things we've had to talk about. We obviously had to talk about uh uh, well, obviously we had to talk about, oh yeah, yeah, the greatest piece of cinematic <laughs> anything ever, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, At least for the next couple weeks. Right. And then we, we, we ended before? up talking about, oh, well, we ended up talking about the Bat in the Sun uh, short film. That's right. Because that's right. that one was actually amazing. and that's Yeah, that's worth talking about. It was worthy <laughs> of talking about. Um, uh, di- dying is easy. Dying is easy. There yeah, you go. That's yeah. the name of it. yeah. So if you guys have watched that on YouTube, check that out. Bat in the Sun's Dying is Easy. It's some of the best Batman Joker dialogue I've ever seen live action. So yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. Um, <clears throat> Zack Snyder's Justice League is a piece of absolute dog shit. It um, and I think it's worse now than I even thought after we first watched it and uh, talked about it. Oh yeah, especially after watching Mahler's take on it. There, <laughs> did there you so watch the whole one? Did you watch oh, the course. whole like four-hour thing or whatever it was? Of course. Yeah, I watched that and I watched his actual video on it both. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You have to. It's uh. He's right. His arguments that Joss Whedon's Justice League is a better uh, structured movie is true. <laughs> like it's That's true. A hot take. Yeah. I'm I'm I still don't know if I necessarily like the Joss Whedon Justice League better. But, yeah, I don't I don't know if I can, but, but he's not wrong. He's not wrong, and I will say I would I will never watch Zack Snyder's Justice League again. I have watched the other Justice League movie at least three times. Ugh, well, I don't know if I'll do that. I will watch neither of them, but I will like what I think the best way to summarize is like Joss Whedon was right in seeing that there was something wrong. Yep. He just went about it, fixing it the wrong way. Well, also, he, he had, like, three days to try and fix everything. Right, and, and, and like, uh, I forget, I think Mahler pointed out, or somebody, but this wasn't, that wasn't Joss Whedon's movie. His cut was, like, just under it, three hours. Yeah, so where's uh, the whole, th- well, it was at least two and a half hours, but... Two and a half, like, right, on, right around that bar- ballpark. But yeah. there was a lot that he had to cut, so... Yeah. Yeah, let's stop acting like this was his doing, and, you know, ugh. No, but no, it's it's very frustrating, and even the Zack Snyder one wasn't one hundred percent what Zack Snyder wanted. So it's like it's all dumb. No. Like yeah, they, 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 he brought up the great point too, Mahler, is that like the the hindsight that Zack Snyder had to work with yes. three years of criticism to right his wrongs and change anything that he didn't get right the first time. Because yeah, if we had gotten the movie that he originally filmed and nothing else, oh my god, people would not be praising it like the masterpiece that they're saying it is which again give it some time and that will fade yeah yep exactly it 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 will that this stupid stuff will will fade um yeah yeah, it's just it it just it honestly amazes me it just does it's all just amazing to me but uh but yeah no joss weed is justice league is way more watchable because it's two hours long it flies through it's never boring and you can laugh at the just mentally retarded aspects of it Zack Snyder's, you're sitting there, you're like, I think I'm going to commit suicide. At, at about the uh, hour and 20 minute mark, you're like, all right, I'm pretty sure I'm going to kill myself. You know, just pull an airplane. That's what it feels like. feels yeah. like someone's just right talking starts. over and over and over and you're about to die. And then and then about at the hour, 40 minute or so, it gets a little better. But um, when the plot That's actually starts. the movie actually starts, begins to happen. Right. Yeah. Oh. But good Lord, the schlog of Zack Snyder's Justice League is just the schlog and then the, the, the sheer illogical idiocy of the writing is just mesmerizing. It really is pretty impressive that something oh, like yeah. this was like allowed to be made this incompetently. But anyway, we don't need to talk about that ever again. Um, okay, moving on. There's no real news. Uh, the only Batman news is the trailer for the long Halloween dropped last week. 
um, part one, they're splitting into two parts, which is the way you oh. have to do that because that's a very long book. Um, yeah, very big. <laughs> but, uh, um, I mean, I think the trailer's fine as far as like content wise. Like, it seems accurate. It, you know, the the voice cast I think is pretty good. It. How was um Jensen Ackles? Because I I wasn't sure about him being Batman. I, I mean, it didn't bother me. I I haven't watched the trailer since it came out last week, so. I don't exactly yeah, I remember, but it didn't like throw me off or anything. No, nothing was like Ugh, or anything like that. Okay, uh, I just I've never been a big fan of his voice. I, like that's one of the only things I don't like about Under the Red Hood is I just sometimes find his voice I don't yeah, know just don't, not as I don't mind. organic. But I was um, curious to see to see that he was being Batman, so I have to check that out. Yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah, but the problem. I don't know what happened in 2014 <laughs> where Warner Brothers Animation was like, all right, from now on, we're designating $6 and a six-year-old child to draw all of draw all our movies. <sighs> I, 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 I don't know why. Um, it, I just I it just baffles. It baffles me. It really does. Warner Brothers had the best animation by far other than maybe like major Disney movies for at least in TV or some or like small oh, yeah. screen stuff for 20 years. And yeah. I, even as recently as, you know, less than 10 years ago and something happened. The last truly good animated Batman movie. Well, I guess some of the uh, DCAU animation wasn't terrible. Um, the it's stories been, were pretty bad, but the animation was usually yeah. pretty decent actually. So maybe but it's been even, a little less time. Maybe it's been like, since like 2015, but sometime around passable. that time, like 2015, yeah. 2016, they just quit caring. And they're just like, you had decent animation for Return of the Cape Crusaders, yeah. um, which was 2016. But also Killing Joke came out in 2016. And it's that it was, was the garbage. worst animated Disney movie as far as looks by far of anything that had been made. Uh, yeah. Or Disney, not uh, Batman. Yeah, movie, I know that anything of any that had been made. And... um. I, that's still one of the most baffling things to me that arguably the biggest top two biggest Batman stories, you're going to give no, Skimp. yeah, you're going to do the cheapest animation possible. Yeah. Um, and since then it's kind of been that for everything. Yeah, it, uh, it's been hopping around that, that level pretty much. And Hush now. wasn't great. Now uh, Gotham, my gaslight wasn't great. Uh, Ninja Turtles wasn't that great. No, no, and that was a good movie, but Ninja Turtles, yeah, yeah. the animation wasn't great. Uh, it, it was okay because nope. that that movie was kind of cartoony, so it kind of fit a yeah. little bit better than some of these others. Same with Cape Crusaders, yeah, you yeah, kind of yeah, get yeah. away with it. That, but with the Long Halloween, which again oh is one of those top five all time Batman stories, absolutely. And and has very distinct animation by what's what's name? Did did uh did Tim Miller draw that? I think so. I want yeah, I want to say I'm pretty yes. sure he did. Um yeah. and has very distinct animation, you know, drawing. And okay, uh, th this is the best way I can describe the animation of this if Ian hasn't seen it. Have you seen the show Archer? I have. Oh, that's what no. it looks like. Oh, it looks like a slightly oh, better God. moving, uh, slightly more frames Archer. Oh no! Yeah, God. it's it's bad. It's really really bad. Like it's pull like it up. A, uh, go ahead and pull. You yeah, can pull yeah. it up and just start looking through the trailer again. The trailer's fine. Like you know, it seems like story wise and everything. Hopefully they don't pull a hush and just change the story like they've been doing. Oh, God, or Gotham by Gaslight. So I hope yeah. they don't do that. Um. If they don't do that, then at least story-wise, it should be good. Because, again, the story's great. So, you know, it seems like it's fine. But this look is just awful. Like, Harvey Dent literally looks like oh. Archer. It looks like they pulled out Archer, and that and that's the Harvey Dent character design. It, it You know, it looks like, it looks like um, the TV show, the kids show, that they... I think it's still going on for Justice League. It's like Justice League Go... Or action or something, I don't, and it I looks don't like know. that. It, whereas, like the, the character designs are the most 
bland and just like Batman has like no texture. It's just it's all black. It's it's flat too. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, so perfect. flat. There's no depth to any of these drawings. No. It's like, it's awful. I mean, it is. It's terrible. And you're right. It does look like Archer. Oh man. I just I just I don't understand. I I really don't understand. It's like they took any budget they could from the anime department and like gave all that to the live action just so they could balloon those freaking budgets. Maybe, but God. it's it's just it's so it, I really I haven't been as excited about any Batman movie anime, since yeah. the second uh, Dark, uh, uh the Batman vs. Two Face. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. I really haven't been. I remember when Hush was coming, I was like, ooh, Hush. And then, you know, that was what it was. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're at the point now where we don't even want them to adapt any further no. beloved stories. Because it's like, if no. this is going to be quality, why bother? It's just a waste at this point. Uh, it, it is, yeah. You're wasting great stories. Yep. Like, especially for people who've never read the, the books. Yeah. And it's like, this is a perfect way to immerse them. And then they see these movies, they're just a lackluster or butcher of a story. And like, ugh. It's Why are terrible. people raving about these stories? I guess they're overrated. It's like no. Yep, it's uh, it's frustrating. Um, yeah. The the really only good Batman movie in the past five years has been Batman vs Ninja Turtles, which came out of nowhere and was fun. Um, yeah. Batman Gotham by Gaslight was so frustrating because it was really good until they just yeah, screwed the stupid ending and ruined it. Same with Hush, although Hush wasn't that great anyway. But it was at least okay until like they Hush. ruined it. And yeah, then, yeah. but Gotham, I guess I was actually pretty, I mean, it didn't look great. Like we said with the animation stuff, but it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Story-wise. And then they just ruined it with the end. Um, Batman Ninja was just anime and that was dumb. Oh, Soul I, of the I, Dragon I, was boring and just boring. not even a Batman movie. It's like, no. it's just been a dud. Uh, Scooby-Doo uh, versus, uh, meets Batman Brave and the Bold was pretty decent. That was pretty Oh, good. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but see, Batman, yeah like, before that, it was Batman and Harley Quinn. We literally went... Oh, the no. Killing Joke, Batman and Harley Quinn, Scooby Doo, Batman Brave and the Bold, uh, Gotham by Gaslight, Ninja, Hush, Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then Soul of the Dragon. Those are the most recent Batman movies we've had. And it, it's so sad that Batman is working better with Ninja Turtles and Scooby Doo than he is in his like most <laughs> revered storylines ever. I just really you're right that's a great yeah. point those are the best two of the ones that have come out in the past like six years yeah it's like again they can't get long Halloween they can't get a uh, quarter vowels they can't get a hush but it's like oh no but he'll work really well with freaking the Flintstones probably oh yeah they did the quarter that was before though they did that with that Batman versus Robin movie that was the one yeah that, that was kind of beginning of the end that, where that was oh the yeah the Bad DC Blood movie. was back then too and that was horrible. oh yeah that was a bad one and then we that had was, the return of the Cape Crusaders and Batman and Two-Face in there and we yeah, had the Lego like Batman movie which yeah. is kind of, I mean technically it's an animated Batman movie but it's that's a little different and, um, yeah this is that's thing. not DC animation that's not Warner Brothers animation uh, thing that's, theatrical that's, yeah, that that's a little bit different, but actually had some money behind it, and is an absolute masterpiece. Um, oh, of course. But yeah, it's been it's been bad. It's re- it's really been the it, the Dark Knight Returns in 2013. That that was those are the last, other than the Return of the yeah. Cape Crusaders, yeah. the last like truly amazing animated Batman movies. And then we've had some decent ones with again Scooby Doo and Ninja Turtles, but everything else has been passable at best like yeah. like son of batman batman vs robin not horrible but just not memorable just you know no. fine and then most of that stuff has just been awful so it's like yeah. i mean i mean again it seems like they're getting the stories you know and all those beats and stuff so that's good so it's still hopefully will at least be good but just geez why why do they have to make them look so bad i don't know and for this, like, and this is like for the biggest stories. Like, it's just, uh, yeah. yep. it's just so frustrating. So, anyway, that's coming out uh, on June twenty second. Part one is coming oh. out on uh, digital and Blu ray. Um, I don't know so, when part two is going to come out, but uh, who knows? There may not even be a part two, but depending on how the <laughs> the reception goes, who who knows? But uh, anyway, um, that's. That's pretty much all the Batman news. 
There hasn't really been anything else that's going uh, there, there was one thing um, that we didn't get to react to. Um, the Suicide Squad trailer. Oh, did we not? No, I think that fell uh, in between the gap of our uh, little sabbatical. Uh, okay, yeah, no. Okay, okay, we can talk about that. Um, I want to, Ian, what, what are your thoughts on the Suicide Squad trailer? Oh, well, here are my thoughts. I, I think you'll probably echo this. I wasn't blown away by the trailer at all, but that's okay. Because I look yeah. at it as, as the opposite of the other Suicide Squad trailer, which had a great trailer, but a terrible movie. Yeah. And it's like, if this is a lackluster trailer, just whatever, going for the beats, but the movie turns out good, I'd much rather that. Oh, of course. I, this is my one thing that I, I need to... Uh, again, everything up to this point has pretty much been positive with the right. with all this movie the development the the stuff we've heard Story. the 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 costume you know the the casting tone yeah is is it just me or did this feel like the other suicide squad movie in like the tone of it like I the one we got yes i got strong vibes of that and i get how it's a sequel like i get that but i don't want that and I did get a feeling that it was trying to make it fit into that. And I don't, I never got that impression that that was the way this movie was going to be with everything else. And it still might not. But as far as this trailer goes, it it just had some stuff where, I, and I can't even exactly specify, but it just had a feel where I was like, this feels like kind of the other movie in, in parts. Not well, as bad, you, obviously, mean, but just no. it, the tone of it and the way it was cut, like the, it just made it feel like that. And it made me feel like, yeah. Well, I mean, if anything, that makes sense because I mean, that's what they did to the original version is that they cut it to hell, had a trailer park. I mean, and re-edit the thing because this is basically what they wanted from the, not from the beginning, but from the point where they're like, oh, we need to change course during whatever point of the production of the original movie. This is the movie that they wanted at that certain point. Right. And so it, it makes sense that it, it kind of looks and feels because the the Frankensteinian Suicide Squad we ended up getting in 2016 is part what this movie is going to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I get that. But no, I think you can you can rest assured that with someone like James Gunn, who set out from the beginning to make the movie like it is here, you're not going to have that that t just back and forth tone clashing and lack of identity. Um, but I get I get what you're saying, yeah. but it's like it's almost like that was always going to happen to some extent. Also, uh, nothing nothing was funny. Like no, not it really. was a bunch the of really not good humor and it's like Which, oh boy that that could be that might be a problem it could be a problem but that could also mean that they're like they're saving the good jokes for the movie and they're yeah just but not when showing does that ever happen <sighs> I, yeah, I don't know there, there was the only moment that made me laugh was just when uh like uh idris elba is they're like in the briefing or whatever mm -hmm. and the one guy's like or no, he says like we're all gonna die. And the one guy's like, I hope so. Mm -hmm. And then I just Elba just goes, oh, for f's sake! <laughs> and it's just like the it was so like raw and just actual real, just yeah. way, like his contempt. But oh, everything yeah, everything with Sylvester Stallone was was funny. That was oh, that, that well, I'm was sure great. he'll steal the show. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, no, and yeah, but everything with Harley Quinn was awful. Yeah, that that's the only thing that that the big takeaway for me with this trailer like really is just bad. how much I am done with Harley Quinn. It was terrible, um, especially uh, what, what's her name? And I like Margot Robbie, but it just after Birds of Prey and Suicide Squad, I'm just I am done. She's not funny at all to me. She's she's just, never been she's funny. Just not, and it just it's annoying. Um, but yeah, so I was a little kind of meh when the tra with the trailer, but you know everything else is still pointed positively so i'm not i'm not done with it by any means but i was definitely no. but nor definitely am i counting down the days yeah. i was definitely um, underwhelmed with this trailer and, and, and look let's be honest here mark that could be part of just the overall fatigue that may be saying in i mean people have I mean, been saying for years that it's going to happen and i i genuinely agree 
I do think something has to take the place of superhero movies in order for them to yeah. lose their, their spot. But I still think that, yeah, especially after the year we've had and we've gone so long without any new like original superhero content that, yeah, it's I, I'm definitely starting to feel it. Yeah. <sighs> so, OK, yeah. So we can talk. We talked about that. Um, I... Oh, how is a uh, how is a uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Because I'm, I'm hearing oh, it's um... hearing reports. It's interesting. I, I I like it. Okay. I I I do. I've enjoyed watching it. I like these characters a lot. But I'm also sure. really really trying to avoid um any anything of people talking bad about it because I feel like that very you very very easily right? that 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 will might that, could, that could sway me because there's plenty of parts where I'm like, eh, that's. That's dumb, but I'm gonna let it go because I'm enjoying this. So kind of like the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, so I, I, I don't know if it's necessarily good, but I've enjoyed watching it so okay. far. Um, there's definitely some. Yeah, dumb, it's, it's... there's definitely some dumb stuff, but it's. I just I like these characters a lot and that that, oh, of that really helps a lot of the other stupid stuff it it helps me let some of that stuff slide like again i'm a big story person with movies but i'm also a huge character person with the movies and if the characters are good enough sure. i can i can let some of the other stupidity and illogical storytelling sometimes slide like there's there's a graph you know where if something's good enough it outweighs enough of other bad stuff, that type of stuff. Yeah. And so, so far I've liked the characters enough where it's, it's, it's ruled out the stupid stuff that's happened. So I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's, 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 I mean, yeah. So I've enjoyed it. I hesitate to recommend it because I feel like mm. people very easily could find it really dumb, but, yeah, yeah. but I've enjoyed, it. I like Anthony Mackey's Falcon and I like Sebastian Stan's, uh, Bucky. A lot. Oh, they got great chemistry. And uh, what's his name's Zemo is great too. Yeah, I, I would like to see more of him. It drives but, yeah. me crazy. Why wasn't this the character in Civil War? Like, good lord, he was nothing in Civil War. There was no character there. It was just this guy's angry. His parents were. His family was killed. He hates superheroes. Like that. That's all it was. We never got any more than that. This guy is way better in this show. Like, if they had yeah. actually done some of this stuff. It would have been way more interesting. So, I mean, obviously you have more time and, you know, in a show like this, but gosh, you know, yeah. that's always been one of the big things with Marvel is the just lack of focus on any of their villains. And yeah, that yeah. was a decent villain and they could have, it should have been better. And this actor's really good. And he, I feel like he, oh, he was great. He gets the character and it's interesting. So yeah, eh, it's fun. I enjoy it. We'll, we'll see how the finale goes, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true, but we'll see. Um, all right, is there any anything else that we need to talk about? Uh, there's one thing, but I don't want to talk about it, which is probably the there same is. with you, I'm sure. Yeah, the, the, I don't know if you saw the stupid Indiana Jones news, which is not surprising for anyone. I don't. I don't. I I don't care. Yeah, no, I don't. I I don't know what you're talking about. Don't even bother, but it, oh, okay, I, good. I, I like, <laughs> I can, I'm sure you probably could even figure it out for yourself without me even saying anything. I'll just say Lucasfilm, Disney have just continued to prove the type of company they are. And that's all I'll say. No, I don't care. I'm done. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, uh, have you seen any movies, Ian? Uh, I think I've only seen, oh no, I've seen two. Oh yeah. I forgot. Good lord, it's been um, like a month. Yeah, I know. It just I don't know, it just has been crap. Um but I've seen uh Richard Jewell finally. Oh I was nice. The, oh what'd night. you uh what would you think? And then I saw Oh, uh, I thought it was good. Um I was a little disappointed because I, I read up on I watched a uh, a mini series that I think uh, like the History Channel where USA did about um about the whole Olympic bombing and like Eric Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Um and it was like six episodes or whatever. And they actually went into like, you know, really detail about everything, Richard Jewell and the bomber himself. And then, so after watching this movie, it's so much 
less information, which obviously, you know, happens when you yeah. talk about a movie versus a miniseries. But yeah, I just, I really don't love Clint Eastwood as a director. I love him as an actor. He's great, obviously, but I haven't liked a Clint Eastwood movie probably since like American Sniper. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and he just kind of, especially lately, has his bad tendency, it seems, where he finds a great story that doesn't necessarily make for a great, like, you know, two-hour movie. Or there just may not be yeah. enough for a two-hour movie. Like, Sully, it's like, yeah, the, the story is amazing, but once he landed the plane and saved everybody, that's pretty much it. It's like the yeah. investigation was very straightforward. There was no conflict. But, you know, they still tried to make a conflict for that movie. And this is kind of the same thing where, you know, obviously Richard Jewell's story is fantastic, but yeah. they, they left out a lot of really, like, interesting stuff, especially about, like, the reporter, the Kathy Scruggs, and they, they even go into, like, how her life was literally ruined after the whole story. And, like, they found her overdose, like, two years later. She was just, you know, completely, like, embarrassed by the whole thing. And, and, and then also the fact that the way Richard Jewell ends up being exonerated, basically, is that there was another bombing you know, which they, they figured out was the same MO, same type of bomb, uh, in Sandy Springs of all places, um, that basically they were like, oh, well, it couldn't have, couldn't have been Richard Jewell because he was under surveillance. And that was how he was basically cleared as mm-hmm. a suspect. But, um, but, yeah, it was like Sam Rockwell's great. The guy Obviously. who played, yeah, he's always great. The guy who played, uh, Richard Jewell, I forget no, his name. Paul, Paul Walter Alzer, man, that dude is yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's, he was he nominated for this? I think. I want to say yes. I would hope so, because yeah, I want to say yes. And that dude's awesome, and he's he's so impressive because I think Richard Jewell might be the polar opposite of Paul Walter Hauser. Oh, really? Like as a person, like might be the farthest possible thing from the way that guy is. Oh, that's pretty funny. It like, yeah. So it's not even like, oh, this is a perfect. No, 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 no. This was a freaking acting job, like just beautifully done. Yeah, he he killed it. Obviously. Um, oh, like yeah, him he... and uh, him and uh, Black Klansman. That's that's yeah, much yeah, yeah. closer. Not with the racist thing. That that's much yeah. closer to kind of the uh, way okay. he is. He's but more he's of like a goofy. A he's gotcha. he's like fun life of the party. Yeah, type, loud. super relatable, you know, like a guy, oh, yeah. a guy like that. He he's very likable. Like he's very very different from the Richard oh, okay. Jewell character, which is even uh, yeah, more impressive. It is impressive. No, yeah, he was great. Um, but yeah, it's just it was a you know fun. And uh, oh shoot, what uh his mo- uh what's her name? Kathy, Bates. Kathy Bates. Yeah. She's amazing too. Yeah, she was good. I mean, she's always good, of course. Well, um, yeah. But yeah, and it was cool to see you know Atlanta back in the nineties and brought back all that nostalgia and. That it's fun cool, to, it's but, always fun to see John Hamm be the same John Hamm that we always know and love. I was, I was going to say, he's literally the same character he played in the town. <laughs> he is. That's why Baby Driver is so much fun, because he finally is, is playing yeah. against type, and he's playing a raging psychopath. Yeah, he's a great actor. When he, he when is. He, and he's really funny, too, when he can he, be. Yes, um, he is. But yeah, I was literally thinking, like he's literally a stoic FBI agent. It's like they just took... Deleted scenes from the town, and I'm like, I'm just reworking. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was okay. Yeah. And then uh, the only other movie I saw, which I know you saw as well, was of course Kong versus Godzilla, whatever. Well, kinda. Um, Godzilla versus Kong, whatever. I kinda. What do you mean, kinda? Well, oh, did I, w- you? I was kind of, ha- I was only half paying attention. That that's oh, gonna be my okay. when uh, I'm about to talk about the movies I've seen, and that'll okay. be the common through line of the. Yeah, movie. go ahead. What else? I know uh, you've seen. Chip. I've not been. Uh, yeah, I've. Been, these have been background movies. Um, gotcha. Uh, I I do. I watched Crazy Stupid Love on the plane when I went uh, home. I hadn't watched that yet, and that's like this. That's big, famous rom com movie that everyone sees. People love it. Yeah. And um, I I don't get it. I don't understand the appeal to this movie. I thought it was incredibly dumb and just yep. like what it was. <laughs> Like, you're watching a whole good. movie, you're like, why are we seeing any of these people? And then all of a sudden, they're like, everyone's connected. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that's so lazy. And you're just yeah. like, the only fun part was the very beginning. That was great. Everything in the beginning was great. When when Steve Carell meets Ryan Gosling, the first oh, yeah, half yeah. of that is all wonderful. Like, it's fantastic. 
the yeah. hitch, like all that yeah. stuff is just great. And then it just goes away and we never see it again. And it's just blah. The rest of the movie. It tries to be serious, but then also charming. And, nah, and then just I corny. didn't like it either. Like, it's like... Corny too. And it's, it's not very funny. Again, no. the only funny part was the initial relationship with Steve right. Carell and Ryan Gosling, which is great, because that's just the perfect Ryan Gosling character. Oh, yeah. It they should have just made a movie out of that. Yeah, it just... Yes! Well, you know, that's what I thought have... the movie was. And then all of a sudden, yeah, like, Emma Stone showed up, and I'm like, like, why the hell are we seeing her? What, what, what? And for the whole movie, you're like, why is she here? And then they start dating. You're like, okay, I guess we were just learning about the person he was dating. But so much of that was going on where I'm like, I just want to see them. Like, can we just watch them and not see yeah. the creepy, perverted little kid try and hit on the high school girl? Oh, like, God. why? Yeah, why are we watching this cute. stuff? No, this no, is, no. I just want to see Steve Carell be a dork and Ryan Gosling constantly getting frustrated. Like, that. that's great. Like, that yeah, should have been wanted- the movie. It wanted to be like Love Actually and those big like ensemble romantic comedy movies. It's like, what are mm-hmm, you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it no, should I agree. not have been. It should have been a buddy comedy Hitch movie. knockoff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It should have been Hitch because Hitch is great. And it yeah. should have it should have been that because that part of the movie I really, really liked. And yeah, so I, I got sucked in at the beginning. I was like, oh, th- I this is hilarious. Like, this is great. And then it just died and we never got back. And then it was just awkward and weird and dumb. Yeah. And cringe, and it's very cringe, very cringe movie. Um, oh yeah, but people loved it. Yeah, I don't know why. I, people do, and I, I don't really get it. I don't either. Overrated for me. Um, uh, I've watched some garbage Netflix movies going on in the background. Um, Hell, uh, sniper, one of sniper watched, sequels. What are you doing? Yeah, I watched What Lies Below. Ugh. That was dumb. I, I, I would have bet the farm that this was a Blumhouse movie, but it wasn't. So <laughs> you, you wouldn't be crazy for thinking um, that it, it's like I have real because again, I've never been the person to watch Netflix stuff like I don't. And and now even more now, even more so, I'm like, if something is trending on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Avoid it. I'm not going to watch it because it's okay. going to be absolute garbage. Um, Thunder Force movie. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Th- this this is just. I, I, I don't know. Every movie's the same. There's six characters. There's one location, maybe two, and yep. minimal effects. That It's every every Netflix movie, and it's just... Here's $20 million to make a movie. Yeah, not even. There's no There's way some, this movie was $20 million. Not in a billion years. Oh, boy. It's, it's this movie. It's There's a single mom and her teenage daughter... And the daughter returns from being at camp all summer, and now all of a sudden the mother's dating this perfect guy, attractive and charming and perfect, but he's, of course, a creeper, and starts to be very creepy with the teenage daughter, and that's basically the whole movie. And then all of a sudden, you find out he's either an alien or from the bottom of the ocean and you don't really know what and all of a sudden he transfers into some weird creature and tries to kill everybody and and then implants something in the girl and then the movie's over and you're like what 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 happened what where where's he from what are they (laughs) and you you don't get any answers and it's just over and you're like so to interpretation (laughs) man what 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 is this what is this sci-fi garbage doing in this normal creep like anyway the whole movie just changes movies like in the third act and it's it's terrible um so i watched that uh i got through half of bad trip and finally got to shut that piece of crap off people liking this movie i don't understand um people like eric andre and i like eric andre but i'm not watching the movie it's awful it's just awful like I absolutely despise the uh, Borat movies. Oh, I do too. I and do too. this is like that. It's it's because gotcha. it, it's the it's the the re- reason why people like it is it's a movie but with real people in the background, right. like jackass. prank movie type yeah. stuff. But it's just. It's stupid. It's awful. I know it was. It's the. It, it might be the new worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, oh, it's a movie I'm sitting there and I'm just mad. Like, I'm like, I'm I'm angry. I, I haven't had that since I watched Your Highness, and that Ooh, that's so yeah. far been the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. That is number one oh, worst movie ever. 
But I think this one's worse because at least that had Natalie Portman. True. Which is the only reason I watched in the first place and was not I worth figured. it. Um, <laughs> this was, uh, yeah, I shut it off like halfway. It was, it was terrible. Um, I watched a uh, sniper ghost shooter, kind of. Um, I don't which, even know what happened. Which one I, even is that? What number is it came that? Came out in 2016. I, I don't know. I don't know a single thing. I, I could not tell you one thing about this movie. Not not a sure. single one. There there was shooting and I would hope so. Uh, a friend, uh, you know, one of the good guys died, and then everyone is mad, and so, so the colonel blamed the crew, and then there was an argument, and then then the movie was over at some point, and I don't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't watch. Um, then uh, Godzilla vs Kong. I also didn't really watch. I meant to watch it, and then I just. I just you wasn't really paying attention. Um, I, I'll I probably go back you, and watch it again. But I'd be curious. But um, I'll be honest, you really didn't miss much. Yeah, but I don't mind. Like I, I can get behind just a crazy big fight thing. Like you know, that's okay. fine. I, I, I liked some of that with the with the first Godzilla. Um, well, I mean, this one they they almost torture you because yeah, you have plenty of Godzilla and Kong action. But man, do they make you suffer through the human characters? Really, and... I heard that that part wasn't as bad with this movie. Who the hell did you hear that from? They're, I heard that in a couple reviews where they they had minimized the human thing. At least, I guess compared to the last Godzilla movie, apparently that was a big problem with the oh, sequel yeah, the la- to Godzilla. Yeah, the last, one, last one's worse. This one's way better. I still like the 2014 the best because it's actually like taken seriously. But uh. No, the the human yeah, I guess the human characters like the drama is toned down where it's not the the main plot. Yeah. But they are the most annoying characters. There are Ugh. three there's this one group, it's the fat kid from Deadpool Two who I can't stand. Yeah, I don't it's like not, him either. It's not funny. I don't care if he has a Kiwi accent, that doesn't automatically make people funny. Hey, it's, it, it it sometimes can. Sometimes. <laughs> it's like type of like people like it that. Can but not sometimes. That's just, just on its own. But yeah, it's him. This like crazy conspiracy theorist podcast guy, and then uh, Millie Bobby Brown from right. Stranger Things, right. and you just want them all to die as soon okay. as they first get together. I'm like, I want a giant Godzilla foot to come down and kill you all. All right. Well, now, I'm, now in- I'm a little bit happier. I didn't pay attention as much. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like you, you're like, oh man, I really need to go. Back. You don't need to go back and watch anything. Just yeah. as soon as you see the monkey or the lizard, you can start paying attention, and anything after that look away okay that's fair and that's pretty much it uh and then uh so. then i watched uh fractured another netflix terrible movie um is that that has same six thing? main characters and uh oh. is in two locations and is all darkly lit and oh, there's no. no effects um this money. one probably was made for like two million dollars uh probably yeah this is with sam worthington um yeah he, he's he's got a couple of those on netflix yeah, poor guy. It's yeah. It's just. It. I mean, it's in. It's. I'll give him credit. Like, it's an interesting idea. It's just dull and yeah. depressing. Like, this is one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. Oh. Um, uh, spoilers. If anyone is works, there is a big twist with this movie. Um, so the story is there's this guy. Sam Worthington and his wife and daughter, and they're they're coming back from Thanksgiving, and they stop at a rest area, and there's like a construction, an area under construction, and the daughter falls down this big hole and breaks her arm. So they rush to the closest hospital, and he tries to check him in and is having some trouble, and he finally gets her in to see the doctor. The wife and daughter go uh, for an, like an MRI, and he passes out in a cha- in the chair in the waiting room, and when he wakes up. The, the hospital has no record or knowledge of his wife or daughter ever being there. There's no footage of them, no paperwork of them, no anything like that. So it's him, like, going crazy trying to get, like, cops and stuff like that because he, he, he knows they took his daughter. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's fairly interesting. Sure. Um, but it, like, overdoes it multiple mm-hmm. times where you're like, you didn't need that many things so he he's convinced the hospital has kidnapped them and is covering it up no one believes him there's all this weird stuff in his past that keeps coming out and then he ends up just going kind of crazy and 
kidnapping everybody and shooting at people and goes downstairs and finds that they're harvesting organs. The hospital is harvesting organs of people and finds his wife and daughter there right when they're being operated on. And so, you know, shoots his way out and takes them and drives away. Well, then you find out it was all in his mind and he actually, his, his daughter died when she fell and then he accidentally killed his wife when he knocked her over. Jesus. And so it's him like repressing all this. And in reality, when he went downstairs, he just grabbed a patient that was being operated on. And then is so, driving driving away with this dying patient in his trunk and the dead bodies of his wife and daughter. But in his mind, he sees them in like the seat, and that's the end of the movie. So it's Shutter Island, basically. I get yeah, kinda. It's yeah. like they went like one too far. Like yeah, you know, to like, be too clever. You can't do both of those. You can't do the twist of the human organs and then it being not real. Like it just overdoes it a little bit, at least for yeah. me. You know, I, I hate when movies try and get you. It just bugs me. And I get how that's a thing. And sometimes it's interesting that, you know, but when people try too hard for twist stuff, it just pisses me off. Oh, totally. Because um, either I'm, I'm going to see it coming because I'm good at that. And if I don't see it coming, it usually means it's dumb. So, yep. like, again, it's a decent idea. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. a little yeah. bit. It just not executed great. Um, and it was, it's just depressing and boring. It's just not it's a good kidding. movie. And, you know, yeah. the story is what it is, but there's not enough there for a good movie. Stay away from that one. Yeah. Um, if you want to feel like dying after watching it, it's just, ugh. It's just I don't depressing. need any help in that. All right. Uh, so I've seen a bunch of garbage stuff. Um, yeah. Half. Half no really paying attention. Um, okay. Should we talk about the show and get out of here? Um, I suppose, yes. All right. Uh, didn't mention at the beginning, but you saw the title. We're talking Batman 66 for the first time in like a month and a half. Um, all right. We have uh, two Joker episodes, the Impractical Joker and the Joker's Provoker. So we're back to rhyming, which is nice. Third time and uh, this is the first time we've seen the Joker in season two. So it's been a while since we've yeah, seen uh, Cesar Romero. And unfortunately, it's in these episodes, which there's really not much to talk about. They're kind of dull. Um, the Joker absurd. is doing a bunch of robberies based on keys. Uh, he's like pulling all these pranks, and then all of a sudden, he just has a box that can control time. Yeah, <laughs> and really does not trying to it that well. steal different jewelry and and then make Batman and Robin look bad, which is just a big time thread we've seen in this whole season. It's yeah, just all about turning better. the public perception against Batman and Robin. And it's just done. I swear it's every other episode in all of season two. It just keeps happening. Yeah, it's like the first time or two they did it, it was like, oh, okay, this yeah. is interesting. The best and time it's... ever was the minstrel one. Right. Because we got the greatest was... Chief O'Hara moment of all time. <laughs> which is yeah, just unfortunately wonderful. we don't get that in this. I've never been yeah. so ashamed. It's oh it's just wonderful. Um It does feel like they're they're going for the speeds. Yeah. It, it's getting dull, and this whole yeah. episode just has nothing much going for it. I will say the one part that's really great is everything with Alan Napier playing his cousin, playing Alfred, and Alfred's like cousin is oh, yeah. great. That's the best part of these episodes. What was his cousin's name? I forget. Oh man, it. Uh, hang on, let me see if I can find this. Um, Would it be a credit? Oh my goodness, what is the name? Uh, uh, hang on. I got to see if I can find this. <laughs> Egbert. Luck. That's it. Egbert. It's Alfred's uh, uh, cousin Egbert, which is just awesome. <laughs> and it's just Alan Napier just playing both characters. And, it, and then he's playing Alfred playing Egbert. Like, it's just, <laughs> you, you know, we always say poor guy. Like, his, yeah, never has they, they never give any, him anything to do. So when they do, it's great. And, uh, oh, yeah. and so here he gets to actually act and it's, it's awesome. It's great. It's definitely <laughs> the highlight of these episodes for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that really stood out to me in this he, episode he other wins. than the fact like he beats him. He takes the box yeah, from yeah. him and he turns it on the Joker and 
his uh, henchman. I mean, Alfred Alfred Bessem. And then obviously they you know overpower him eventually, but uh, and then then Batman and Robin have to come in because we have to have a fight. But but for all intents and purposes, I mean Alfred pretty much beat the Joker and his goons single handedly. Yeah, I will. I mean, I will have been fine if that's how the episode ended. It's yeah, like, hey, uh, Alfred had the victory this time. Yeah, like, all right, it's great. Yeah, uh, this may be one of like the few episodes where the trivia is actually more interesting than the episode itself. Ooh, ooh. I was uh, I was tell. reading um. Just were curious. Uh, oh, I was reading because I was like, "Who's the cameo? The window cameo?" Because I didn't recognize him. I'm like, "It's must yeah, be some either. famous. It's some guy from a TV show that was on at the time called a uh, something Squad, like Police Squad or something." It's not Police Squad because Police Squad is one of the greatest shows ever made for six episodes. Oh yeah, that, that's uh, what Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, right? that's the yeah, Naked no, no. Gun. That's the pre. Yeah. That's the show that then they made the Naked Gun movies from. Right, because no, it, it was, was only not... on for six episodes because it was way ahead of its time. No, it was called uh, something else, Squad. But yeah, yeah and it's, it's called uh, the Felony Squad. Felony Squad. That's it. Yeah, and um, so like, I looked at the cameo. I was like, oh, okay. I guess then if you were familiar with Felony Squad, you got the the cameo, but yeah, but while I was reading, I was looking at the other um, trivia, and, and the one trivia I thought that was awesome was about a uh, Burt Ward, because um, like I think he and his first wife had just gotten divorced like a month before this episode was filmed, and um, he actually fell in love with the chick who plays Cornelia, the Joker's uh, huh. henchwoman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and they literally got married like right after. Wow. So I thought that was pretty funny. So yeah, apparently, like when they when they were filming, just Burt Ward was smitten with her, which I mean I can understand she's a pretty sure. woman, but sure. but yeah, I thought that was cool. And um, yeah, it just got me reading the other trivia. But I was like, that's probably more interesting than anything I can remember happening in the episode, other than Alfred being a badass. Yeah, that's way yeah, that's way more interesting. Um, I'm trying to think, because yeah, oh, uh, literally all you need to know about this movie: Joker has a time machine. That that's it. <laughs> he literally has something that can stop. He has the stopwatch from that episode of the Twilight Zone. Like that that's like basically he really what he has. Wanders. Yeah. He really does not utilize like you would no. think if you found out how to time travel basically or stop time, whatever. Like, wouldn't that invention be worth more than anything he could steal? Like You would th- yeah, I, that's a good point. It's like, no, I'm gonna use this to steal stuff. It's like <laughs> No, well, patent that there. thing, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like you can do literally anything. <sighs> Uh, that's like a cyborg in Justice League where it's like you have control over the entire financial system of the world and all the nukes and yet all he does is like shoot a little laser out of his arm it's like what are you doing <laughs> yep or, yeah, or he doesn't yeah. this defense system <laughs> whatever yeah my auto my Lord. auto <laughs> whatever but uh, writing right there um I, I will say that how Batman gets out of his death trap is actually for like the first time in a while I feel like somewhat practical it's, yeah it's not this absurd i mean he literally just throws something in the gears and you know jams it up it's like that probably would work okay yeah fair fair enough although i like it much better when they have to sing every note opposite of when the whole there's holes are punching them that's oh yeah that, that, that was pretty good i think that or, i think that might be the greatest escape of all time uh, of the whole series i i think it is with that music machine and them singing the opposite of all the notes that's awesome and instead they're just going that's oh that's great or i like whenever they just say off screen how they escaped (laughs) oh yeah that's always lame i hate when they do that that's always disappointing i know i'm just kidding but uh yeah yeah you're right that's a good point that is a good point it's one of the more practical ways because you know the writers were tired and they're like uh, how's he getting out? They're like, we need to go, man. It's three in the morning. He he throws yeah. something in the gears. We're like, all right, done. Yeah, well, let's not be clever here. Come on. <laughs> uh, it was a human sized key duplicator. You know, they like they did they did their part with. They, they kept it key themed, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, then yeah, that is true because he throws a key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then we also fair. get the most stereotypical <laughs> interpretation of a Scotsman ever. Wait, what? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, the guy with the with the big jewel key. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Full-on kill tat everything. It's great. Just and everything. <laughs> every other word is in just an English, a regular accent. It's Yeah, it's great. It's good stuff. Yeah, even William Wallace would be like, tone it down, dude. 
hey, William Wallace looked like a Oscar winning performance compared compared to that. Um, he gets a bad rap, but Mel Gibson is actually very good. People, well, it people... was an Oscar. It was an Oscar performance. That's not what I meant. I yeah. meant the uh, you know, I mean, the, the accent is fine. It, it's not worth being made fun of as much people do. No, no, it's not Kevin Costner and Robin Hood. <laughs> not Kevin Costner and anything he sucks. Um, That's a good point. He's good in three movies. Um, I I don't know what else to talk about this. I don't know either. I, I'm trying to think like the plot. I feel bad. We've yeah, been talking about shift. for ten minutes, and it's our uh, main. Ep- <laughs> it's the main part of our episode. Well, we we we're, we're due for a short episode after the last couple. So I just but, feel uh, bad. We talked forty minutes about everything else, and now we've talked ten minutes about the actual episode. Well, I hope that anyone who actually has seen this episode or is listening, like, will probably understand and be like, "Yeah, this episode is definitely not one that you go back and revisit." And to be it's fair, I, like watching this, I remember that Joker had a lot of stinkers in the first season too. Yeah, it's disappointing. It's disappointing, it man, because Cesar Romero is great, and this Joker like the Riddler is, great. is always solid. But there are know. some great ones because the Joker's oh, utility sure. belt is all-time classic. Sure, uh, but I, I always think back to probably my least favorite episode so far, and that was the high school vending machine weird one. Okay, no, I kind of liked that episode. <laughs> you would like that one. <laughs> I, I kind of liked that episode. <laughs> that, <laughs> was, that, would, that one was dumb enough where it was kind of it was kind of fun. Well, like, because you have Robin having to be a bad uh, biker, like a like a greaser. It's great. Oh, that and part was flawless. Yeah, it's no. hilarious. I'm like, just talking about the overall episodes. Yeah, that, that, I guess that's fair, but uh, but I no, that part like that part um, was amazing, for sure. I mean, that's the best acting ever. It's just oh, it's awesome. Um, I just feel like uh, he. I'm trying to remember the other like ones he had that were not that great. Well, I mean, that is like on purpose, so that's a little. Is it? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it's on. Pur- he's doing it on purpose because the whole point is Robin is a bad. Actor. Oh no 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 no. Uh, I'm talking about like I'm trying to think of like bad episode, the other bad episode. Oh, 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 gotcha. Um, yeah, so I, don't, like, you I know, like, don't remember. There's like Catwoman and Riddler. You're always going to have pretty much good episodes. Pretty yeah, much every those time. two, those two, pretty much nail all of them. Penguins hit or Penguins, miss. Yeah, it's usually usually good though. Usually, yeah, usually a hit. Um, but yeah, Joker. I felt like he had the most. Where it's like, oh boy, it's like, yeah, for such an iconic villain. It's like they just didn't know what to do with him. That could be it. That could be it. It, it is. It's honestly like they just don't. Because again, even back in the day, the Joker was more of a evil character. I mean, he always was, even when Batman was goofy. And the right. Joker was goofy too and during some of those Dick Sprang era. But it, it, he still was a little bit more, you know, he still was more evil than the other characters yeah. comparatively. So it's almost like they were they were hesitant to really use him. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, literally, Joker, Joker getting a device that stops time is like all you need. And it's like, what does he do? Uh, he uses it to frame Batman and Robin again. And to hold the city for ransom. Yeah, exactly. How many times have we seen that? I mean, I'm fine with that. It's just... Sure. I mean, it's a typical villain plot, but... Yeah, it's just... Like, it's you just... got the Joker who can stop and rewind and fast forward time and... You don't do anything it's, with it's it? It's one of those things where, like, it's too far e- even for this show. Like, this show yeah. is 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 all about the ridiculous and absurd. But there's one thing with having Ro- Batman able to, with his foot, nudge exactly 13 and a half degrees of a magnifying glass for it to <laughs> co- go onto his uh, wrist binding. Yeah. And seeing notes opposite to do thing there's a difference from that and and being able to control time like yeah reality breaking yeah like they're equally as dumb or you could even argue the other stuff is dumber but the other stuff that dumb fits with the show and this dumb doesn't yeah yeah i guess it's it yeah, I don't know. It just it just doesn't work because it's not funny. Like it's not a funny no. dumb. It's it's not no. a silly dumb. It's just yeah, a tongue in cheek. It's just dumb. <laughs> 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 You're like, um, no, that 
that's not how this works. Like it's, yeah, it's just, like, I, I'd like to go back to that. Uh, like, don't just glide it off. Like, oh, of course, it's got one of those time freezing devices. <laughs> <laughs> Like no 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 we're we're gonna we're gonna stay on that for a while right right oh man like, it's like stupid Batman and Batman versus Superman where the, the capital gets blown up and he's like I, this I, I need to fight Superman it's like no 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 <laughs> no the real Batman would be like okay how did a guy in a wheelchair get napalm wait a minute clearly security? Superman did not blow this up so yeah. why am I still going after him. <laughs> Well, and even though the the news says, you know, the wheelchair guy did, the real Batman would be like, okay, how did he get a bomb through security? I should probably investigate that before I do anything else. Right. Also, he would never have gotten a bomb through security. Um, no. Which, that's that's a whole different thing. Um, anyway. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much all we got with these <sighs> episodes. I mean, Batman wins and beats the Joker, so there we go. There's the end. Um, oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, I know. Uh... This episode, they aired on November 16th and 17th of 1966. Um, the uh, Impractical Joker has a 7.7, and uh, the Joker's yeah. Provokers has a 7.6, which still pisses me off because the Minstrel episodes have like 7.4 and like 7.3. Yeah, that's I'm sorry, <laughs> that's still my biggest problem with the rating system of this show is the fact that those two are some of the best episodes definitely of this season and everyone hates on him it's i don't so understand like Again, i think it, they're the lowest they're at least a couple of the lowest rated episodes of this whole season they, they probably do they're it not the lowest like, but they're some of the lowest and it's just that just seems wrong like the next ones we have are marcia queen of diamonds and marcia's scheme of diamonds um i remember this character these episodes are terrible uh we haven't watched no that's our that's our next ones um Oh yay! <laughs> These are terrible, uh, but it's kind of a familiar. It's kind of a memorable character, kind of. I mean, people remember Marsha Queen of Diamonds um, as one of the ridiculous characters of this show. Um, uh, but it's it, no, they're they're not good, and they have higher ratings than the minstrel episodes. And it's like no, th- those are great. That's retarded. And then we have yeah. the shame episodes coming up after that, and those have as low ratings as the minstrel one. And it's like, no, those are great too. We have Cliff That's Robertson, dumb. and it's—I like shame. Yeah, like I'm looking character. forward to those. I yeah, can't it's fun. About I, I enjoy those. I enjoy that character a lot. So I just—I don't understand the people that are watching the show and rating on IMDb. I—I I, I disagree they, they, with them for the most part. Yeah, they probably rate it without actually going back and rewatching the episodes. And like the minstrel, Maybe. I don't remember that. Probably couldn't have been that good if I don't remember it. Um, five stars or whatever. But it's like, oh, Joker, of course, everybody remembers Cesar Romero. It's got to be a good episode. It's like, eh, I, I, yeah. I, I would be so so quick. Well, apparently, the next Joker episodes are a ways down, and these have high ratings. Like, these are in the eights for the next Joker's uh, episode. So maybe those will so be better. That could mean anything. Yeah, who knows? That's true. Ooh, actually, it looks like it's a three-parter. Oh, I've had, have I had one of those. Yeah, things. it's a three-parter. We ever had one of those yet? I know. Interesting. No, I, was say, I don't think we have. Weird. Yeah, All right. Interesting. See how that plays out. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Hopefully, it won't just be a lot of padding, and it's like, oh, we got to yeah. do a three-parter. But you would think they do a three-parter because they had a reason to. Yeah. We have uh, some really good Catwoman episodes later on in this season. Oh, some more Joker episodes later on that have high ratings. So hopefully we'll get some okay. good, and then we'll get to the the Green Hornet episodes eventually. Those are great. Well, well that was the one thing about this episode. This cool little name drop of the Green Hornet. Yeah, but they name drop him as a hero. Well, as a TV show. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. It, they yeah, name yeah. it as a TV show, which makes no sense because we've already seen the Green Hornet show up <laughs> for real in the one of the windows yeah. at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, later so on, kind of... the characters actually show up as real characters. Yeah, that, so that what was the hell? Very, it was a very wink wink moment. It's like, no, uh, you're, you're okay. breaking your world here. Um, uh, is it the time stop? You didn't do that enough. Yeah, I know. That's a good point. But <laughs> anyway, uh, but no, next episode we'll be back with the uh, animated series, and we have uh, three episodes. Um, okay. We get to we get to do the uh, the Jonah Hex episode showdown. Oh yeah. Which is interesting. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> then we got the Riddler's Reform, which I completely forgot there was another R- Riddler episode. I completely right, forgot yeah, about we, this one after the last right, yeah. one. 
So we do get one more with John Glover's Riddler. Um, Which is always good. And uh, that's fun. It's where he becomes like a, a toy inventor. Um, oh, after yeah. After he gets out of Arkham. Um, and yeah, uh, then we have another Two-Face episode, Second Chance. So Sweet. Yeah, we haven't had Two-Face in a while. Yeah, so so that'll be pretty fun. Those will yeah. be fun episodes to do. And that'll be the next time we are we have a show. And Jonah Hex episode is weird. Yeah, that's nah, not a great episode. Um, I I, I'd be curious. I haven't rewatched it forever. It has been a while, so maybe. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much all we got for this episode. Uh, you got any final thoughts, Ian? Uh, no, I don't. All right. <laughs> Perfect. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Uncaped Review. Um, post all the up episode updates and random other stuff throughout the week. Mostly about community and other stuff. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but <laughs> there's no other news. Yeah. So uh, yeah, go and check that out again at un- Uncaped uh, and Uncaped Review. That's the Twitter page. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at Ian Park Park. So do that, and yeah, that's that's all we got. That's all we got. Not to do it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Again, I'm Mark. I'm Ian. Have a wonderful week.